Welcome to Marketing Money Podcast. Roll it! Hey, Marketing Money Podcast listeners out there, if you need help with your geofencing and mobile placement of advertising, uh, such as we talk about from time to time, you've got to be on the phone. Look to Rain Local. Uh, they're a partner with this podcast now, and uh, Rain Local does a heck of a job on placing ads on that mobile phone native and helping with social as well. Uh, so if you want to look them up, rainlocal.com. If you talk to a rep, tell them the Marketing Money Podcast sent you. And now, back to our regular talk. So you're sitting down with your cup of coffee, and you're like, I'm going to listen to the Marketing Money Podcast this morning. Probably in the car. I think I think the, the analytics have said that people are in the car. Really? Does it tell you what type of car they're in? Honda Sonata. I know. That does, they don't even make those anymore, do they? Hmm? Have you ever thought that Honda and Hyundai were the same car? They're very similar. The name is somewhat similar. Is one Japanese and one Korean, or am I wrong? In the I think Hyundai's Korean, and Honda is pretty much an American car now. I think, I and that is the little brother of Acura, or is Acura like are they the, they're the same, or is that Nissan and Acura? Which one? So Nissan like, is Infinity. Nissan's Infinity, Acura's Honda, and Lexus is Toyota. Those are like the yeah. the the like Lincoln, Ford. Mm-hmm. Like those are the quality Cadillac and GM. Is that? Yep. So that yeah, so those are the quality brand. I'm just trying to remember things. Hyundai's. Really? Kia and Hyundai are the same thing? Hmm. Daewoo. Daewoo is like, they make t- like bargain TVs. Yeah. That's interesting. because See, I grew up riding in cars being driven. I never even, the brand didn't, didn't matter. Know. It was just a black Rolls car. Rolls Royce. Yeah, had, just, had this like, beautiful woman on the hood ornament. Like, well, they'd pull up and the door would open the wrong way and I'd get in and there'd be like a little TV platter and like something to eat. It was, a, it was um, a little Ricky Schroeder train that you would ride on inside the car. Inside the car, yeah. Anybody who gets that reference, give me a little shout out. That's little right. Ricky Schroeder. Little Ricky. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm just the fact that I even know anything about cars is pretty amazing. And you've ridden with me once or twice and survived. I can tell you he doesn't know how to drive. I know how to drive. I just like don't. Like academically, yeah. No, I, I just. <laughs> I just get there sideways a little bit differently from everybody else. Yeah, they call that wrong. <laughs> that, that other way you're doing it? Uh, I'm not the best driver. If I also I, don't like to drive. That's And I think that's an interesting point. I don't know a lot of people that don't like to drive, but I don't like to drive. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind it per se, so, but like if I have a choice. So if you've like only to. heard our voices, which most of you have only heard our voices. I'll apologize, first of all. And you meet us. If we're in a car, I'm the one driving. Josh is the one if driving. If I'm driving, there's a problem. Yes. If you're meeting us, we might be dead. For instance, one time I picked up Josh to go somewhere, and he almost died from ant bites in my car. It's like, what? Like I was, uh. Somehow during a, a, a parking stop, a, a school, are they schools or whatever it no. is? A, a swarm. A swarm of uh, red ants decided to build a home in the passenger side under the floorboard, and uh Mr. Mavis had a little they had a little party on his leg, I think, before I stopped. <laughs> I had to pull over on the side of the road. Ants were just I'm on the side of a highway attacking like, you. I'm laughing. Pulled my shoes off. I'm laughing about it. Yeah. It was uh 
I said, well. It is fraught with danger. Yeah. Since then, I have upgraded my vehicular choices. Yeah. Now it has buzzards inside of it. It's <laughs> snakes. Cacao. It's like the scene from Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Just full of snakes. It'd have to be snakes. <sighs> That's just my pet snake, Reggie. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Harrison Ford. All right. So today we're going to talk about uh, things. Huh. Can we look? I, I suggest we talk about stuff. You prefer stuff to things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, what it, kind of? Let's say let's say I'm the CEO of a bank, which will never happen, due to my abilities and the fact that I don't want it. But let's say that was, and let's say I woke up tomorrow. This is so. This is extra hypothetical. There should be a word for it, like super hypothetical. I woke up tomorrow morning and I hypothetical. It's hypothetical, hypothetical. And I woke up and I said, man, we're called First Bank. And I got on FDIC.gov and I looked up First Banks and I noticed there's 101 of them out there in the marketplace. And I was like... Which statistically, out of 5,000, not that many. But when you're trying to find one... Well, how many states are there in the U.S. of A.? Fifty-eight. Yeah. I don't know. 60, so, so there's sixty. There's sixty-two. Trump land? There's sixty-two states. I'm kidding. And so, if there's sixty-two states, <laughs> why did I pick an easier number to say? Flip to the social states. <laughs> I know there are fifty states, by the way. Well, do you count Puerto Rico and Guam? No, because okay. they're not states. What? What? Okay, they're states of mine. No, they're not. No. No, I thought they were. They're. If I've never been there, it's a state of mine. Okay. Anyway, let's say there's a few territories. Two in every state. On, on average. average. Yes. A little more. The average American will have two first banks in their backyard. <laughs> no. There are two first banks on average in every state in America. Would that make sense? Does that statistically make sense? I don't know. Anyway, I'm the CEO of First Bank. I wake up and I go, man, when I Google First Bank, I get a lot of different first banks. We might even not... We might have lost customers to other first banks by accident digitally or location-wise if they Googled first bank and drove the wrong one not knowing. And I really want my brand to stand out. It seems like it might be good to change my name from first bank to whatever. What should I do to begin this conversation, Josh? Because you own an ad agency and you know all about this. Hmm. I had a feeling that's where this is going. That's what we call in the biz a softball. That's a handoff. Uh, I think it's called a slam dunk. Hole in one? A technical foul. <laughs> I'll take one one shot from the line. Uh, so what do you do first? Well, I think the first thing you need to do in your scenario, which is going to be true of, could be true of 66% of banks because 60% share the common, with, common word. with something else. But first, I mean, you need to make sure everybody's on board. Are you the CEO? Are you the, the chief marketing officer? You know, let's say that I'm the one that can make. Let, let me make it more specific for yeah. you. It's a privately held bank. I own most of the shares. This is a family-owned community bank, and I'm the CEO. So and chairman, because there are those. Mm-hmm. So I can make the call. So let's get the politics out of it. There's always politics, and we know mm-hmm. this. But but I can make. The you've decision. overcome them. I've overcome the start. Well, I mean, obviously this sounds self-serving, but but call a professional. You know, call, call an agency. Creating a brand. Is not just something a designer can do. What? Look, even the unique bank brands, visually, I know you ask about rename, are bad. So let me let me just go back. So what what do you do first? Hire an agency, find an agency, but 
you need a unique name. You do not need to go back into the marketplace with with some blase name. We had this happen, and, and the, the bank suggested a name, and we looked it up, and there were 18 of them. Don't go be one of 18. It's better than one of 100. It is better than one of 100, but you can be anything at that moment. So why not be one of eight? Why, why be one of 18? The other thing, please throw away the idea of your first national bank of Smithville being FNB. Please don't just become nothing, an acronym that, that stands for nothing. FNB Bank, First it, National it Bank. For, it worked for BB&T. Um, kind of. Branch Bank and Trust, though. So it's not Branch Bank and Trust. I mean, it's ba- Is it Branch or Better Bank? It's Branch. Is it? Okay. I don't know why. I mean, yeah, but it worked once out of, at the point in time when they were became that 12,000 banks, maybe, and now they're five. The acronym thinking it's going to carry it. Look, this is bank think risk mitigation. Like, we'll, we'll still kind of be the thing that we were. No, you won't. You you will not be. You're not paying me. This is the best advice I can give you. Does the, does the consumer care about the name of their bank? If we give them a reason to care, yes. I think so. I mean, we've talked before about um, GMAC becoming Ally Bank. And we don't think about that a lot, but ally is a very positive, good word. My ally, my, my friend, my, I mean, deeper than friend, my, my, you know, cohort in all my dealings. It's a good name. I, honestly, I don't think they play up their name a lot where we, I think we think of it so much. They've got some spots where they say you need an ally. Yeah. And, and they're starting that, but I think from the beginning, maybe they didn't. So we just think of it as a name instead of like, we don't think about apples from trees when we think about Apple computers. Whatever. Sometimes, sorry, you love a good Granny Smith. Uh-huh. First thing, hire a professional, vet them, obviously. But when when you're approaching what your name can be, understand that your name can be anything. So it needs to be something unique that can stand out in the marketplace. Don't get caught up in this equity that your bank has. One, you probably can't run off your customers because of your name, unless you're like, I hate all my customers. Dot com. Yeah. Do you uh, do you need to? Do you prefer a thing like ally, or do you like a made-up word like Renaissance, for instance, well, or Google? Not a bank, but it's a made-up word. Google is a real word. Plex is a one with a million zeros or whatever. So I think it was about pop uh, possibilities. Able to search a lot of things. Yeah, yeah um, made-up words are probably the hardest things to do. Um, I like words that are grounded in reality. The feeling a word gives you doesn't have to be a real word or not. The protectability and the trademarkability of of um, a word is normally a combination of words, a unique combination of words. I, I'll say this: um, I, I guess the second thing you need to do is hold on to your butts because it's tough um, working out a name. You really begin to find out what's precious to you when you start hearing the alternatives. When you can be anything, because nothing sounds great because you're so used to being this other thing. By the way, give them the little known fact about trademarking. Oh, fact. I'm not, my diction's poor today. It is. Fact. Um, So a lot of people seem to think that trademarking is about protecting the name of the business. Like Mm -hmm. nobody else can come and take my business name. Now that's a a byproduct, but really it is about protecting the consumer of your goods. That if there is something bad that happens, if you drank a can of Coke and you became sick, you can go... Find so you can drink Pepsi now because yeah. you know or, that there's a different go, there's a different brand that does that. Yeah. But if there's a Coke and another Coke and they have both have red and white logos, 
There's no you differentiation. Don't know, the consumer is not protected because you, you're confused. Yeah. So trademarking was meant to eliminate confusion for the consumer in the marketplace yeah. and protect them from a either bad or good, whichever one they want, experience. But also there is the byproduct of there can't just be a knockoff that's named the exact same yeah. thing as you and take your market share. Yeah. yeah. So, it you know, one of the better things that government has done probably to protect the consumer and the and the business except for in banking because it doesn't, it doesn't work yeah because we had interstate a, commerce and things like so that so you had the people's bank of mississippi and the people's bank of alabama and First. we and we went over into one and they're like you can't have it now or maybe they're like you can because we can't control it so we're gonna call it what we want to yeah so we, regardless it, it needs to be something unique i mean this is the pro me telling the process of how to come up with a bank name, it is a multi-week process to us. We try to get a list of anywhere between 100 to 150 names that all pass. Background check. I mean, I know yeah. that sounds... But, but, but I'll say, I mean, they have to be good names. They have to be great names. So we, we start out with, like, good, then we kind of filter down to great. You know, so that way you can kind of have this brainstorming and somebody says something really stupid. In the naming process, it's got to be... Rock Bank. Yeah. That, to me, sounds like a pretty good one. Solid need, as a rock. We need to go check it out. But what does that lead to? Does that lead to something like Strata Bank and Stratosphere, and you know, keep keep going from there? Um, it has to be unique, so we go to FDIC. It has to be trademarkable, so then it's not just within banks, you know. So your sector has protection to itself. There can be a Pillsbury Bank, and <laughs> and a Pillsbury um, baked goods. Uh, but well, even that's like Pandora, there's the pandora jewelry yep. and then there's the pandora radio yeah so, so i mean you so, got things so generally it's within a category which still um, fits the the commerce laws that we talked about is it available and then we start doing things like is there a domain which isn't as important because we talked about google earlier and people generally google the thing they don't yeah I, direct traffic I think the day of actually typing in the browser is almost done with yeah you google it or voice you mm-hmm. know so it's yeah uh, but again go to voice give me first national bank Let's do it. Let's see what happens. Give me first bank. Okay, check it out. Yeah. Siri, where is the closest first bank? 450 feet away from me. So it gave me one, two. It gave me two first banks. Yeah. Two first banks. So anyway, there it is. What's the best first bank in America? Okay, here's what I found. Well. <laughs> wow. Wow. I can't even tell you the, these results. How many did it show? It gave me four results. None of them are First Bank. Um, and I can guarantee you that none of these are the best bank in America. Where's the closest bank? Okay, here's what I found. So it gives me like three banks I can go to. Anyway. so but and I'm, We may edit out that section. No, it wasn't particularly we should, good. We shouldn't edit it out because it's, it's a real live voice example of what we're doing. Correct. So, point being, all right, Josh, back to it. I've woken up, gotten through the politics. I've interviewed the Mabus agency or whatever agency. If mm-hmm. y'all don't like the person, they don't like whatever it is, but they do. But anyway, so we've got our agency now. Is this the part, the part where you've looked up the 150 good to great words? You've picked mm-hmm. 25 great ones. Is this where you go in the room and you put colors on the whiteboard? And I'm kind of making fun of the way people think about marketing, but you put words on a board and you, then you have people go back and forth and debate them and they talk about color scheme and font and kerning and all that stuff. Well, so we're, <laughs> I, I think it's, it's worth being transparent to the audience. We are much more insular than that um, 
and, and we try to hold our our um, position time. precious. Not not like we're smarter or whatever, but the people who have grown up in and around that bank are uniquely unqualified to make that decision. Because it was what I said earlier, every new name you hear is going to not be as good as what you're used to. If I said, go pick a new name for you, I'm, you're not going to be John anymore. I mean, you are uniquely unqualified to make that decision. Well, what name embodies me? Well, I don't want to be, you know, whatever, because that sounds like I'm trying to put on, you know, Alfonso, because it sounds like I'm trying to be too fancy or, um, I don't want to, you know, I've already been John. That's a pretty, you know, blase name. I can't be Jim or Bill, you know, so I mean, you're uniquely unqualified to make that decision. Alfred. Okay. Yeah. Because I've always wanted someone to call me Al. Well, I won't call you friend. Mm, You can call me Betty or whatever it is. (laughs) The but so you're we we actually separate and listen to the to, to the client bank and and sort of determine that with them. We don't do that. If you were a dog, what would you be? Or you were a car? We have a, I would say a, a unique way of approaching it, and we leave and and run that through what I would call an unbiased. We we want our client success, but we're not biased towards a set of colors or whatever. Once we discover their personality, we can begin to apply. But what if their personality is like melancholy? Are they melancholy bank then? I would find a word that was more positive than melancholy that would... Manila s- bank. Sanguine bank. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... I, and let me ask this. You have to tell... And so, let me ask so this. The, and you don't have to offend any clients that you've gone through this process with and it's rare that you get to because most people already have a legacy name politics mm-hmm. they can't do it publicly traded just whatever they've merged with another bank and the bank won't change due to the legacy but if you get to do it would i mean banks are so commoditized are you find the stories are so similar and overlapping at banks that it's like gnashing and pulling of teeth just to find that little nugget of differentiation that's that's, that's the hardest part and that's why the people in the room, and I'm sorry because you would. The well, listener, we're for a bank. I'm part well, of it. Well, listener in the. That's why you go to a judge. You go to a third party to to be the arbiter of the decision, um, an unbiased party. Uh, banks always tell us, and this isn't any inside baseball. You would say this any bank. What What's your greatest strength as a bank? Ours. Yeah. Me. Right. Which, I work there. A people. I mean, they, they, people. They, they, there's not another one of me, Josh. Yeah. But it's people. It's the answer is always always people. It's always people, and the and yet that is true because those are the people who live out the brand. And if they're hopefully you've hired only good people, and hopefully they represent. But that's not much of a differentiation. So it's how do they represent that brand? And you know, there's there are probably a limited number of archetypes that are truly different from one another from bank to bank to bank. There's the strong commercial bank that gets it done faster and gets you back to doing business and the really relatable retail community bank that would, you know, always err on the side. Giving doggy treats at the drive through yeah, and all um, that stuff. That's really soft and things like that. But finding those nuances are what should inform those names. So no, we haven't had anything that's we haven't run into a bank that's negative. You know that that they're you're just like what would we choose here? Yeah. Well, I mean, nah. I, I'm just really. asking I the question. Just say, I would just say let, let's say what we would find is maybe a dry commercial bank. That's like I don't know. We're just so then you look at location or super, personality to the community. Well, we would look at the personality is, but that you don't go to a CP. You don't want to go to a CPA who's like fun loving like <laughs> I hope this works like. A dry... Stra- G. Willikers Bank? Yeah. G- <laughs> uh, 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 
a straightforward CPA doing your taxes wouldn't be off-putting to you. It'd actually be beneficial. So we try to find the benefit of that. Okay, this is, you know, Quick Bank or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That they, they can get you in and out um, quicker, the commercial side of it or whatever. We do try to find that nuance, but we try to find it because once you begin to render your own opinion inside of it, it's really tough. Now that I will pause and say this. You still don't need a company that leads you into an area where you are totally diametrically opposed. Now, when we've had issues with this, it is tough to coach. I don't really like it or I don't feel right about it, letting it sit with a time versus being diametrically opposed that this is the wrong name. I mean, it. it is. this is one of the toughest things because there is no one out there hiring an agency or a creative to create a new brand who isn't viscerally tied to the old brand. Well, here's the tough part, too. Once you make the decision, you can't really go back. Well, and that's the other thing is, unless you call it just something negative, we're horrible bank. But I like that because there was no other banks named that, so people were going to say, they're a horrible bank. Yeah. (laughs) If but, you want to bank with a horrible bank, that's unrealistic. Bank with us. But let's say you called it something that had a, I don't know, a double double entendre type meaning, and you didn't think about it at the time, or maybe you thought of something that was it was negative, but maybe you just didn't catch it. Yeah. Or maybe you were Satan Bank, or, or ISIS Bank, or something. You know, whatever. Yeah, and then become. But you didn't know because yeah. at the time maybe it hadn't happened yet. Yeah. And so, uh, um, you know, I think there actually there is a company called. There's some, institutional shareholders. There's there's, there's, something, there's something, but it's not their fault. No, I mean we're not even. But yeah, you know, that became a super negative group. Yeah, America, to Americans. And I mean, I think that could go back to some of the reasons why you would rebrand in the first place. But once you roll it out, you got to roll it out. And I mean, it's it's not as fraught with danger as I think so many people. We talk about being the same is dangerous in a very passive way that you could be giving up market share unknowingly. You're not in control of your destiny. It's like I like rolling down this hill and being out of control, but I'm moving. That's dangerous. So being able to put a steering wheel on that boulder that you're rolling down the hill on is a somewhat positive if you put the right steering wheel on it. But but getting in it and I feel like you described an episode of the Flintstones. I did. <laughs> I don't know why boulders roll down a hill controlling it. Anyway, if you're looking to hire the right agency to do it, I would say it's somebody you're very comfortable with, and you need to be comfortable with those people and trust that they understand who you are and then trust them through the process. The times where it's not going well, we lost trust at some time at some point through the process. And I don't mind talking about that um, because we're not we, we have a I've had two or three bad brand presentations in my career, which is pretty long. I was in three of them. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I think I found the common thread. It wasn't me. Um, you weren't in any of the other ones, but it was we lost trust somewhere through it. The, the, the company on the other side said we didn't listen to them, we didn't hear them. I can't take that blame off of me, but a lot of it was through not sitting down and communicating some of the factors that we were hearing, um, creating a sounding board. I would say find an agency that will communicate with you. But also, I, I got in trouble with a client talking about this being collaborative. It is a collaborative process, but collaborating with someone doesn't mean equal participation. It doesn't mean you're both. You're in every meeting. You're in there culling the names down. Some of that stuff. All I can tell you, it needs to happen without those closest to it in the room. If the the quickest way you can stop something from happening 
is bring a committee to make a yeah, collaborative over, decision. Uh, could you bring us a few more options? Well, I brought you the best I could. Yeah, well, and be okay letting somebody go. I mean, when when we've had bad things, I think I, I've been um, apologized to every time, and there and and I've apologized, but it's really just a kind of a a, a miss match versus something bad happening be be willing to if somebody gives you their best you know they gave you their best and you and and the rationale came across as the best everybody needs to be okay walking away if it's not the right names too but look here's the thing pick something unique great that has meaning and you're probably going to wind up in a good spot yeah i mean if it if it's a great name if it's unique is there a great bank probably and it has meaning. It has some meaning. In other words, it has a story you can tell. Renaissance is a, is a constant state of renaissance. So there's a story that it can that it can tell. We just wanted to confuse people. Renaissance, 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 renaissance. But at least it's unique. But the, the thing is, is whether that's the best name that you could be. It's the You got on that horse and you rode it. I wasn't there when it was made up and, or, or um, discovered. And the... Um, the I was not there either, and the results are there. We it, owning it and running with it is much more successful than second guessing it. Oh, once you got it, just accept it and roll. Yeah. That's my thing. Is when people three years later, like I didn't really like that. And who, at this point, own it and go. This is not. This is not up for debate at this point. Although I would debate calling a band Hootie and the Blowfish, because if you look back at it, they had some okay little poppy rock tunes for the the years they were in and i think if they had a different name they might have sustained more success but they were still pretty darn successful as hootie and the bloodfish but darius rucker had to leave to start a country career which was pretty interesting too but if we're going to talk about names naming a band may be more difficult than naming a bank so hootie and the bloodfish if you're out there i just want to hold your hand and that my friends is the end of this marketing money podcast you'll need to hold a hand for band brand brand bye yeah, bye. and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of any financial institution or agency, Renaissance Corporation, Renaissance Bank and its affiliates, or the Mavis Agency. For more information, please visit marketingmoneypodcast.com.